This message is brought to you by Nuveen. Nuveen has provided investment excellence for 125 years with expertise across income and alternatives. Nuveen continues to expand its capabilities while maintaining its legacy as a leading investment manager. Visit Nuveen.com to learn more. Investing involves risk. Loss of principle is possible. Today on Watching Your Wealth, we'll give you some home buying tips. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Ray Rodriguez is Regional Sales Manager at TD Bank Metro New York Region. Welcome, Ray. Thank you, Veronica. I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. Great to have you, Ray. Ray, so with interest rates rising, are you seeing more folks rushing to get mortgages before rates go up even further? Yes, recently we have. At first, I think everybody was just in a wait-and-see mode. Interest rates suddenly jumped up right after the presidential election. I don't think anybody in the market was prepared for that. And now we're starting to see the interest rates come back down, and people feel that there's a sense of stability. However, if you look historically, often when interest rates do rise quickly, a lot of people do jump into the home buying market. They want to make sure that they uh, catch the boat while it's still at the dock. Got you. And right, exactly. So keeping an eye on those rates is always a big thing. Now, so we often hear of folks buying too much house, and that leads to regret later on. How can we figure out realistically how much house we can really afford? The first thing is you have to think about a budget. Um, everybody has a different budget for their life. Say that you enjoy taking vacations and you always put aside monthly for that. Um, you enjoy luxury items. I enjoy getting an expensive coffee each day. You have to prepare for all that. Um, the easiest way to do that would be, you know, more often than not, people put 20% down. So you take your budget that you have set aside and then take roughly 15 to 18% of that and apply it towards a down payment. So, for example, I... I've saved up $100,000 to buy a home. If I want to strictly finance 80% financing, that means I can afford a $500,000 home. However, there are always closing costs and other costs in a mortgage, so I highly suggest anybody speak to a mortgage professional and let them pre-qualify you to determine exactly how much you can qualify for. They can also review your credit to look at any possible roadblocks there. And then lastly, calculate a debt-to-income ratio. That is your monthly mortgage payment, which includes principal and interest, also your taxes and insurance, and any other items that would show up on your credit report, which would be revolving or installment debts. You take all of those numbers, add them together, and then divide by your gross monthly income. Should that number go over 43%, there could be a roadblock. Anything under 43% usually will qualify with a lender for a mortgage. I see. Now, in terms of what we, uh, cleaning up our credit, making sure our credit is in good shape, you mentioned that a few times. What steps should we take before we apply for the loan just to make sure our credit is okay? Uh, Everybody's entitled to a free credit report annually by each of the three credit bureaus. So you can go onto their websites. uh, You'll find out where you can get a free credit report. Whether you're buying home or not, I highly suggest you check your credit report once a year. And what you want to look for is, first of all, are these accounts truly yours? Somebody could have a similar name or the exact same name, and their accounts all of a sudden are on your credit report. If you wait until after you apply for a mortgage, that could take time to settle that and could delay the whole home buying process. 
You also want to make sure that there are no judgments or collection accounts. Often those will affect getting a mortgage. And again, some of those accounts may not be yours. And then lastly, check the balances to see if they're somewhat accurate. They won't be 100% accurate real time, but make sure any balances that are showing are fairly accurate to what you know you owe on a mortgage or any debt that would show up on a credit report. Almost, it's all good practice anyway. You Periodically, we advise people to check their report at least once a year. T- check out those three reports. Make sure everything's in order. Make sure everything's okay and no one's opening up fraudulent accounts on you because that can be a huge headache later on. I want to go Absolutely. back to yeah. I want to go back to the idea of budget because it's not just the sticker price of the home we need to consider when we're buying a home. There's other expenses we should factor in into that home buying budget. So, would you elaborate more on that? What are some of those other expect expenses that we may not anticipate? Well, the first one and most common and probably the the most expensive one is what are the taxes for the property. Everybody loves to go online and you look for the dream house and it's got a beautiful kitchen and the master bathroom looks great and you look at the price and, all right, let's let's go and buy this home. However, they're closing costs and they're also the taxes. So first, research the taxes. You want to talk to your insurance professional, get an idea about how much would homeowner's insurance run on that. Then you have closing costs. So closing costs are separate aside from an interest rate. You're going to pay for an appraisal. You're actually going to pay a lender for a credit report. You'll have a closing cost for the attorneys or title companies who are closing the loan. And unless you waive escrows, you also have to start an escrow account. Oftentimes, that can be several, several thousand dollars. And if you're not prepared for it, it will give you a very rude example. So going back to the, I have $100,000, I know I can buy a $500,000 house. Say the reality is those closing costs would be $5,000. So if you subtract that, really you can't afford a $500,000 house. You need to lower your price range to $475,000. Those are good tips. And we're shelling this all out in cash essentially, right? It's not like we can do any of this on our credit card. These closing costs or the escrow account, that needs to be liquid money, correct? That is that is correct, yes. Okay, so that's something else folks should consider. Now, say we're, we're wealthy. What are our options when considering buying a home? You had mentioned in a prior conversation we had, you know, consider keeping uh, closing your mortgage in an LLC. What do you mean by that, and how should the wealthy think about that? Well, for our, our high net worth customers, often we do see loans close in an LLC. It's worth checking with their financial advisor and or family attorney. I know that there could be certain tax implications that people often use an LLC to work with. Also, from a liability standpoint, from overall a trust that could help someone out. I'm not the legal expert nor the financial expert, but it's highly suggested that you talk to your financial advisor about the possibility of doing so. Right. And I think there's other reasons, too, if you want to make sure other people don't necessarily know you're buying a property, you may want to put it in an LLC from what I've heard some wealthy, ultra-wealthy people do. Something else to consider. Any other sort of last quick tips to consider for home buyers? Um, Well, one thing is if you're a high net worth customer, you also want to consider how much you're going to borrow. Uh, You can go ahead and deduct mortgage interest from your taxes up for a mortgage up to $1 million. So it may behoove you to, instead of borrow $1.2 million, to move it down to $1 million just so you can get that interest right off at its full amount. Um, talk to a trusted mortgage professional at a trusted mortgage lender. Let them walk you through the process step-by-step step so not unexpected 
surprises come out. And never leave yourself house rich and cash poor. We do see instances where people who spend most of their savings towards buying a home in, in the hopes that one day their income will increase. However, if you have low post-liquidity and those unexpected repairs pop up, how are you going to pay for those? That's a great point. And that could apply to anyone. Say you're a business owner, you've got a startup business, you might expect you're going to do well in the future and you want to have a house to essentially announce how good you're, well you're doing in that business. You might want to wait to do that because your cash flow may not be where it needs to be in order to maintain that house. I want to actually ask you real quickly about the mortgage deduction. Do you think that's going to go away? You know, there's been some rumors that might be on the chopping block. Think it's here to stay? Every year I hear rumors that it's going away, and I've heard that for the last 20 years. Uh, Uh, So rumors can only be speculative. Whatever happens always happens. All right. That's one way to look at it. Thank you so much, Ray. Would you stick around and take our fun home buying quiz? Absolutely. Great. You stick around, too. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com. Hi, I'm Paul Vigna. If you do not subscribe to the Money Bee Podcast, you are going to feel worse than a short seller on the day of a big rally. Go to iTunes and WSJ.com slash podcasts. You want to sign up for this one. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Watching Your Wealth. Now it's time for TD Bank's Ray Rodriguez to take our fun home buying quiz. Ray, you ready? Yes, I am. All right, Ray. What's the best home buying advice you ever received? Best advice, uh, spend time with a mortgage professional uh, to walk you through different programs and to walk you through the entire process before you even look at a home. Looking at a home, first of all, is an emotional time aside from a financial obligation. The last thing anyone would want to do is get their heart set on a dream home only to come out a month later and realize they can't afford it. True. Worst home buying advice you ever heard? (laughs) Heard quite a bit of those. Um, Probably the worst was don't buy, just rent. It's easier. Um, oftentimes in the past we've seen, you know, just tell me how much you make. I'm not going to verify it. Maybe you should raise that a little bit so you can qualify for a mortgage. But really a tough question for someone to ask themselves is, is how long am I going to be in a home? Is it a starter home or forever home? And I've seen some mortgage professionals strictly talk about a 30-year mortgage, which isn't a great idea if you're only going to live in the home for five years. Good point. Fill in the blank. A home can buy... A home can buy memories. You'll always have memories from the home you raised your family in or the home that maybe you, you started with a marriage. Got it. A home can't buy. A <laughs> uh, home can't buy love. True. If you want a million dollars after tax, where would you buy a home? Uh, I would say a small hut on the beach of Bora Bora. That sounds fantastic. Thanks so much for joining us, Ray. Thank you, Veronica. I appreciate your time. My pleasure. And this has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of The Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening. For more podcasts, check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts. Become a subscriber on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and now look for us on the Google Play Music app on Android devices. This message comes from Viking 
committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.